Oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> Did it actually work? Hang on. Can I hear you? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Holy fuck. <laughs> what? There's no there's no notification. There's no ringing sound. You both have to sit with your application open <laughs> with your finger ready. Just in case I have a friend and somebody cares about me. Oh my goodness. Oh hey, I'm G. OMG, right? I got a song for you. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. Does this sound familiar? This is the topic of the day, right? This is what Anchor has done to me, my phone, my life. <laughs> I heard you on my wireless back in 52. That's right. Lying awake and spent the tuning in on you. Ah. If I was young, it didn't stop you coming They sure did. Anchor killed the radio star, Christine. Oh my goodness, did they ever? Did they ever? <laughs> on, a, on, a, on a scale of zero to ten, how frustrated are you with your audio recording experiences at present? Oh my goodness, I am up there. I would say it's a, uh, it's a nine point something probably because I'm like... Oh, well... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I desperately want to continue, but I am so frustrated right now that, like, I essentially don't have tools to do it except the old-fashioned way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I t- of course. I totally know what you mean. It's like so, you, just, you sort of have to use voice notes and then just use some web interface. And at that point, why bother using Anchor? I, I'm so frustrated. I don't think I've got the energy to actually even explain so let's let's go back to you before I support my theories on audio and society and what's happening here today with the reinvention of Anchor version 3.0 when you first came to audio what were you looking for I (laughs) I had a lot of um, thoughts and perspectives and you sort of just want to put them out there, you know, and, and I don't know, I thought maybe, I don't know, I sort of, I think that's what it was, just a place to put them out there that was, I'm, I did not want to do video, because I don't, Mm. I think that there is a distraction with um, having to make sure the backdrop looks appropriate, make sure you look appropriate, you know, and all of that, so that you're not a distraction to your audience, because you want the audience to hear you. And I don't that, that goes that. two ways as well, I think, because, you know, one of my theories is that nowadays video is becoming defunct because people don't want all of their attention compelled into one media. And video is so compelling. It, it demands all of our attention, whereas audio gives us the flexibility to do other things and the mobility to do other things. And one of the failings of the new version of Anchor is that the mobility has been reduced. I found that everything I've done so far with this new update has been on the desktop version. And if you're going to purport to have an application that's mobile, you need to actually fulfill that, right? <laughs> oh, amen to that. Yeah, there's no, uh, very little. I, don't, I haven't found anything really that I can do on the mobile app that 
makes it work. I can receive and send voice messages. Okay, I can do that. And but don't you find that that's glitchy as well? Um, it's not entirely user friendly, but it, I mean, I, I can make it. I can make it work. Mm, you mm. know. Um, and I. I think, found it really clunky. Which aspects of it? The, um, just getting the voice calls out of the phone. I can't get my res- replies out of the desktop version oh, into. Oh, a, I, I haven't done anything like, haven't, have barely added calls to anything. So I mean, I'm literally using it almost like a phone. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that's not really what its purpose is. And I'm in mm. it. I find it very clunky for listening. So I, I don't know. I'm feeling it's like a, it's like a paperweight. A digital paperweight. Yeah, totally. I think, you know, the when it first emerged, I'm starting to understand why all the people from Anchor One were so upset and disappointed and heartbroken. They felt like they'd had their guts ripped out because this beautiful tool that they were having conversations in had been taken away and it was replaced with the new Anchor version 2. Yeah. And I came to Anchor version 2 as a complete audio virgin in lots of ways and I thought, oh, this is fabulous. I can have call-ins <laughs> and I can record messages and there's music. And to me, music is super important. It's a huge part of my audio creation and my audio experience. But now I understand how they felt because this new version has really taken anchor towards a podcasting direction. And let's face it, that's something that they did really well was to get our podcast out there into different platforms like Apple iTunes and Google Play so that they can be heard. And I, I, it's my understanding that that was quite difficult previously, that getting podcasts into a public arena was convoluted. And I think that's something they've done well. But right. you, you had a theory on, you know, they had to choose between a social app and a podcasting app, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that, like, they sort of had mixed messages with respect to how they were creating and programming this app where they seem to want to do podcasting, they seem to want to do radio reinvented, and they seemed to want to do some aspect of social audio, but there was no clear direction. And I mean, Mm. even the leaderboard kept mixing up what it was supporting and what it was promoting. And so like now we obviously know they are gung-ho behind podcasting, but they've lost people who wanted to do social audio to other platforms and, and people who wanted to do, I think even people who wanted to do mobile podcasting, which I think is sort of what we were doing to some extent, but with radio aspects to it, we we've lost that even. And, and that was really a large part of their selling mechanism you know it's this ability to do it anywhere at any time that's what they kept saying I mean it's yeah sorry yeah if I were a podcaster and I wanted a mobile podcasting app which is what you want I mean Mm -hmm. ultimately you don't want to be tied to your computer are you there (laughs) I heard you exactly oh my goodness oh my goodness 
Well, then I guess we've got seven and a half minutes left. (laughs) (laughs) What was I rambling on about? Where did it cut me off? I don't even. I don't even know. I think I had just just talked about. I just talked about maybe uh, the three different uh, directions they leaned toward podcasting. Yeah. Oh, oh, you were talking about mobile, doing mobile podcasting. Yeah. Oh, very good. You could be my private secretary. You're excellent. (laughs) (laughs) If I were a podcaster, I would not choose Anchor as a mobile podcasting app. I would choose it as a desktop podcasting app because it's quite a sophisticated desktop tool. Mm. The editing on that is quite clever. But why would I do that? If I wanted a mobile podcasting app, then I wouldn't choose Anchor. And I mean, I know I'm not a podcaster, but I could be one if I wanted to be. I could be whatever I want. I choose not to be. I, I just feel that they've definitely gone in that direction, but they still haven't got it right. And the way that I feel about it emotively is obviously I have to own what my needs, desires and wants are for audio and I need something that is more reminiscent of a live radio station where I have a more interactive facility with other people and a more powerful way to be creative. I mean, now to get music onto Anchor, I have to go through like a four-step process. It's become even more convoluted. Yeah, you need multiple devices and you need to have them with you at the time and you have to switch back and forth between them. And uh, yeah, it becomes more involved. I think too, that what also makes it difficult to have that back and forth with your listeners is you have to make, like the experience has to be easy for your listeners to engage with you. And for me, I find the listening experience more convoluted as well, because um that that bar across the top someone can still be in that bar um even though they might not have anything current and or even if you've already listened to their most current piece and so then you're constantly opening up their profile to see oh do they have a new episode that I haven't heard yet and 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 so then I'm searching through my list to see okay well who haven't I heard in a while and checking and and so then it's all this extra clicking and wasting of my time and if you want to have people call in that aren't interested in clicking around then it defeats the purpose of that conversation yeah I think it's become harder to speak and it's become harder to listen and it's become harder to converse and it's become harder to podcast so many difficulties yeah yeah all of it you know how open the app and I think it's in the home screen they've got all these little circular emoticons like floating around yeah yeah it's kind of pretty right but what it reminds me (laughs) of is the (laughs) (laughs) Christine's like I know something's coming it reminds but they are kind of pretty but I do know something's coming they're pretty right and then I thought this is exactly what anchor is for me at the moment there's like there's a little emoji of two people floating off over there and there's a record button floating off over there and it's like stop I can't catch you you're all going too fast and it's confusing (laughs) It's, it's just like that analogy of an alien landscape where the gravity's been taken away from us and we can't get our feet to hit the ground yeah yeah I could see that yeah, those little emotes are like they're, they're all of the different functions of yeah. an audio app. 
and they're just so mixed up and floating around and chaotic and that it's so ironic that that's what they've chosen as a graphic and that's exactly how I feel about the app. And, you know, I I was listening, sorry, I was listening to Conscious Monkey say that he didn't want to complain about an application that was free and that he'd seen somebody had put um, a denigrating review on the Anchor website with this new update and that he was preferring to actually email them and say this is glitchy that's glitchy this isn't working and I agree with him I think to post a denigrating review is a very powerful statement it's a big move I wouldn't do that either but I don't I I think yeah go on I don't know that what I've done is very helpful and I'm not entirely proud of what I've done either but um yeah. What have you done, Christine? Come on, what have you done? <laughs> Tell everybody. <laughs> my my rant out there of my frustrations. I th- I feel like if if you have a beef or you have a complaint, it's better to have a dialogue, you know. Um, uh, so I would say it's a bit of a moment of of weakness, I guess you could say, and uh, not feeling heard and being frustrated. Of I feel there's a false advertising, is what I feel. Um, because their whole motto is it's the easiest way to make a podcast ever. And I don't believe that that's what this is. Yeah, I I agree. But I don't think it's such a bad thing that you had a rant on your station. Not at all. I mean, the whole idea of having your own space and it doesn't feel like a station anymore. No. Does it? With this whole, it has to be an episode or it's in the drafts or it's just on anchor. Like all of those clunky things about producing a piece of audio does not feel like, a station to me anymore and I really liked that creative live feeling that I had of a flow with a scratch pad and that's gone as well but I don't I don't think it's a terrible thing to have your say about how you feel about a new iteration of an application even if it is free I I, I mean how many applications have you got that you've downloaded that you paid for uh, there's a percentage of them I have but a lot of them are free Right? Most people pay for yeah. very little. This is the modern day age. And I mean, you know, apps will come and apps will go. And yeah. as far as audio, you and I have our own needs, wants and desires when it comes to what we need as, as a tool. And then other people will have different ones. Like young people have a completely different take on things. They all use Snapchat, for example. You know, people are moving away from websites. They're moving away from video. And they're even moving away from text. Yeah. You know, it's you know, young people barely text each other. They just leave little Snapchat videos for each other. And personally, I I hate text and I prefer audio. That's why I wanted something that was communicative. And uh, we've got 30 seconds left, Christine. (laughs) I better uh, call you back then. (laughs) (laughs) So crazy. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Does this mean that we have to chop it up? Who can say? I don't know. I mean, do we do we uh, test it and see if it's going to go beyond eight, or do we just wait and see if it cuts us off? Let's, let's <laughs> test it with some music. Three, two, one. Oh, we're still here. <laughs> it's still going. It is. Shall we just live on tender hooks and wait for our time to be cut off <laughs> by, some un- by some unseen autocratic god who has complete control <laughs> over our audio conversation? <laughs> Christine and Georgie D must die now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
Oh, it's, oh, it's you never know what you're going to get with this happening. I know, I know. Well, at the moment, that's particularly true. You know, I have I have theories that communication is going back to the old traditional tribal form of storytelling because for me that's how language originated we started off with verbal communication which turned into language and then we had symbols pictures on the cave walls and they turned into a written language and both of those forms of communication have evolved organically over time and I remember when text messaging first started older people complained that younger people were abbreviating <laughs> their words and ruining the yeah, WTF. <laughs> my, my son wrote NV on a text ages ago, and I was like, what does NV mean? And he goes, it's never mind. And so <laughs> a couple of weeks later, I texted him and I wrote NVM, and he's like, what is that? And I'm like, it's never mind. <laughs> he's like, it's so not. There's no M. And I was like, ah. But I actually love I've yeah, never heard of NV being never mind. I've heard of NM being never mind. But... Really? See, there you go. It's different on different continents. I guess but so. I actually, I, yeah, different dialects, different dialects of text <laughs> English. Yeah. I, I really love that language is organic and it changes. And I love that we're moving into a new form of communication also. I feel that Phone conversations are becoming extinct. People don't want their time taken up in a compelling piece of audio that they have to respond to in real time. And I yeah. think that's why recorded audio and podcasting has become popular because people can pick it up when it's convenient and then put it down. They don't have to be a captive audience in a, yeah. in a live yeah. phone. I reckon people hardly ever call each other anymore. Yeah, you'll get voicemails or even audio messages via text. Mm. But... Mm. Uh, not so much with the phone calls. I don't even always get mm. voice messages from some people. They'll call and hang up when there's when they receive voicemail, but they don't leave a message or they leave me That's a me. text message. That's me. <laughs> That's me, <by> the way. <laughs> I'm never leaving a phone message ever. <laughs> uh, but I send hundreds of audio messages all the time to lots of people but see and that's kind of back to my theory is that we like the storytelling style that a podcast is informational and we like that we can download it keep it on our phone and listen to it when we want to which is kind of like the old round the campfire storytelling model do you know what I mean I think yeah. we kind of moved in some way I'm, I kind of like the idea of that you know because you can communicate so much via stories. And I think that mm. they're, they're more impactful than just conveying information. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. And I think, but, you know, even when you are on your anchor space, let's not call it a station because it's not. The anchor <laughs> killed the station star. <laughs> um, when, when you're on your space, you have these big chunks of information, which is like storytelling. You know, you've gone off and done the research mm. for us lazy-brained lazy people because you've got the big thinky brain, and you do that for us, and then we listen to you and we can call in and respond. Well, most of them are men except for me. So <laughs> 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 That's right. <laughs> when I say they, I mean Judge D and the boys. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> but, you know, that that's a form, you know, your your form of podcasting was a form of storytelling. But I think if it's difficult for people to hear you and it's difficult for people to call in, then 
what's the point right yeah it becomes it's not so much about the conversation anymore it's just the well it's not even about content pushing out because I don't feel like I feel like you have to use another app to create and then it's just a matter of uploading it and then I'm I'm bypassing the app altogether I, I, I haven't found a purpose for the app yet, honestly. Like, I use it as a phone app more than anything. Like, like making calls, private calls. But that's... And, and occasionally uh, to people listening. that you know on Anchor. Hmm? To people that you know on Anchor. Yeah, yeah. And how weird was it when... You know how we used to make private call-ins and they'd be buried deri- deep into our little archive of call-ins? And then when they brought out the new version, all of your private calling conversations with people were just like vomited, like thrown up in your face, like a horror movie. It was like all the skeletons out of the cupboard and I didn't even want to look at them. I'm like, I don't want to know about that conversation. That was ages ago. Like I've so moved on from that feeling now. Don't you reckon? Yeah. And some of those conversations were things I never wanted to relive again. Or you know know what I mean? Those skeletons are dead and gone. They're like decomposing. And they should have been never unearthed again. <laughs> oh, it's like a movie right there on my phone screen. <laughs> when it first happened to me, I had this terrible cold sweat and this fear that somebody was going to publish one of those conversations, which is completely illogical because, you know, everybody knows that social unwritten rule as you don't publish a private call-in but for some reason because it appeared in a brand new format I felt really vulnerable didn't you I think that that what makes it more vulnerable is the fact that they have both sides of the conversation too right Mm. it's not just they could always publish the calls before but now everything is in our face from the calls we sent to them so we can hear again what we said and we also have their calls so we've got both sides of the conversation in our face and we know Mm. they have it too and I I think part of it's just having it in our face and it's also knowing that that the whole thing could be put out there yeah that's kind of frightening I mean I don't think anybody would and even if they did no I don't think anybody would no. Even the biggest asshole in the history of the universe of the galaxy of the Milky Way, because they would get shouted down by the community. I've had a few people publish private calls, though. What? Are you kidding me? No, I've had I've had a couple people do it, and I, I, uh, and now I know never to call them again privately. And it doesn't seem wow. well. <laughs> Are they still alive? Like, did the private hitman that you hired get to them in time or what? <laughs> no, hitman was called, hired, or anything of the kind. Just... I'm available, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you, you... No, I'm just, you know, sitting here a little woebegone. <laughs> no, I hey, we're... learned my lesson is all, just to be careful oh, well. who I trust. Well, that's the same in life, isn't it? I mean, at the end of the day, an audio application is still representative of humans and society and humans will be human. Absolutely. On on that note, I think we should end this this last 16-minute segment. What do you think? I think you are right. I think we've about covered most of what we wanted to. Good. We talked the audio universe into the room. (laughs) We did. 
We did. And we're going to go out. And guess what we're going to go out on, Christine? <laughs> we're killing the radio star. Yes. Anchor <laughs> kill the radio star. <laughs> Thanks for talking. It's been a pleasure. Yes, it was. <laughs> Bye, Seeking Cup. Bye. See, it's like a radio. It's nice. Everybody loves it. Fade out.